0: She has the line making love the whole night through. Something that sounded fun at 17 and now all I can think <laughs> about is dehydration. All I can think about is that's a lot of fluid. That's a lot. Like, you're right. We're going to need a Gatorade at some point. We're going to need a break for like some Triscuits and like
1: you're <laughs> going to have to fuel up. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's something night? that sounds fun at 17 that, you know.
0: The whole night you're telling me at 4:17 in the morning you're still wanting to go? I got work tomorrow.
1: <laughs> well, at 17 you don't. So that's <laughs> Uh,
0: We're going to start on our journey with uh, Miss Whitney Houston Mm -hmm. and her self titled 1985 album. All right, so we got Whitney Houston. Born Whitney Elizabeth Houston on August 9th, 1963 in Newark, New Jersey, to an ex-Army serviceman father and a gospel singer mother. Of course. And she took more after one than the other, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, At age 11, she began performing as a soloist in the Junior Gospel Choir at New Hope Baptist Church, where she also learned to play piano. Uh, her mother, Sissy Houston, continued to teach her how to sing, and her mother also sang backup vocals for Elvis Presley. Whoa.
1: That's actually pretty big. That's, okay. So we've
0: got some, we've got some okay, legacy wait, there, really, and I guess- Really quick, really quick. Yep, really quick, yep, yep. Yes.
1: That's a white person using a black person for blackening. That's all I'm saying. All right. I'm done.
0: <laughs> I didn't know until fairly recently that Elvis was not, was not a favorite in the black community.
1: No, we fucking hate him. He's just He's a thief. All right, whatever. It's
0: yeah we'll get there
1: oh wait what maybe one episode you should give me elvis and i'll give you every artist that he stole from (laughs) (laughs) so it's 18
0: hours of chuck berry
1: (laughs) yeah pretty much Um, all right go ahead oh sorry
0: uh houston would follow her mother to nightclub performances and sometimes join her on stage this is this is cool. While attending Mount St. D- uh, Dominic High School, Houston, would meet her best friend Robin Crawford, who would become her roommate and personal assistant. Rumors cropped up that they were romantically involved and this was denied in 1987. However, in 2019, Crawford claimed that their relationship was in fact sexual in the beginning. Oh. So t- so to Taylor's credit, maybe everybody a little bit gay. <laughs> After a photographer saw her perform at Carnegie Hall, she became the first woman of color to appear on the cover of Seventeen magazine. Fucking come through! Um, experiencing success as a model, she was discovered by a record producer at a nightclub and was offered a worldwide record deal. However, her mother wanted her to finish high school before working on the album. Mm-mm. So once again, we've got some black excellence in 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 Lauren Hill factor of her like yep. being ridiculously young and being this insanely talented.
1: Yep. And everyone knowing it.
0: Yes. Oh my God. In 1985, she released her self-titled album, which Rolling Stone praised as one of the most exciting new voices in years. Mm -hmm. The album would go on to be the first debut album by a woman to have three number one billboard hits on a single album. Holy shit. Uh, this would help propel her into superstardom and iconic status and an acting career. Uh, However, uh, Houston, she did have some bumps in the road, as many personal struggles with addiction, as well as a rocky relationship with uh, Bobby Brown, and she met her untimely death in February 9th of 2012. Her impact cannot be denied or understated. She won two Emmys, eight Grammys, 14 World Music Awards, 16 Billboard Music Awards, 22 American Music Awards, and was the first artist to be given a BET Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, wow. So... Whitney Houston's iconic status is more than justified and her impact cannot be denied.
1: Yep. Oh.
0: And, and I mean, she stood on on, on 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 the shoulders of giants, but also became one in her own right. I mean, she... Fully. There were lots of trailblazers who blazed the trail for her to uh, become this icon and then took it on and, and bumped it up to a whole new level.
1: It brought a whole new level to the game. Uh, how did you feel oh, yeah. about this album overall? What was your overall feeling? I dug it. Okay. okay. I dug
0: it. I like, I, I mean, spoilers, I like this album a lot more than I liked Falling Into You.
1: <laughs>
0: so, to start us off, we're going we're gonna to skip over You Give Good Love, and we're going to go into uh, thinking about you.
1: Interesting. This is fun for um, me because I try to guess which five I think you're going to talk about. And I'm gonna get good at this. But all right, go ahead.
0: Uh, I really like the industrial synthetic drum beat, and I said the the background feels like an underground level in Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: <laughs> and I, it, it just we it haven't made... mentioned Sonic in so
0: long. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me feel sexy. Like this was a sexy song. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's thinking about me. and They're like, going. Oh, let's go. <laughs> um, the, I pulled out the line. I keep thinking about me. So tell me, what are you gonna do? I love this. She's being clear about what she wants and where mm. she's at, and mm. now she's letting you know it's cool to make the me- next move. I, more of this. I want more of this, please. Like I've been thinking about you. What you going to do next? Like right. ooh, fucking green like green light?
1: <laughs> I don't Balls know. In your court, you know what I'm saying? Here it is.
0: <laughs> I liked it. Uh, and the song made me feel like I was being seduced by Whitney Houston and I loved it.
1: That makes sense. Uh, th- I, wouldn't we all love to be seduced by Whitney Houston. Mm.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. The there's a line, pick me up and let's go down. Hell yeah. Um this this <laughs> song kind of it kind of overstays its welcome until she started talking to you. She got in your ear and was like, Hey uh... baby, and she was whispering. And I like the the eighties wailing guitar at the end. I thought that was great. Yeah, that's all that's all I have for thinking about you.
1: Dude, I I knew. I was like, this is the 80s, baby. This is... It was in it. Um, I love the line, like a river of wine intoxicate my mind. Oh, dope
0: Yeah, she's drunk on you.
1: Like that's so... so, Like a river of wine intoxicate my mind. I was just like, that's a good one. And I love when a line switches up a little bit, right? So we've got, it might be pouring rain, but still the same, nothing's changed. And then later we've got... It might be pouring rain, but like a fool, insane. Like, and I just love a slight shift uh, with the same setup. I fuck with it. But yeah, that's what I had on Thinking About You. It's just a, it's a good, it's a good song. I like that you named it Overstayed It's Welcome just a little bit because that's what I thought. And then I was like, all right. Um, so it's a good, it's a good one.
0: But in terms of albums that overstay their welcome, Whitney is much better than Celine.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> We're going to move on to directly to... Um... Someone for me. All right. Uh, we, we we get that dreamlike synthscape that I always love. Once again, like just those '80s ass '80s sounds. When 80s everyone, ass the, 80s I liked how, sounds. I liked how everyone in the '80s just decided it was the future. We're just like, it's the future now. Yep. And we're gonna use technology for everything. And there's a robot in Rocky Four. Like it is the future. <laughs> um. Uh, The line, waiting here alone on a Friday night, waiting here beside the phone. Do we think Whitney Houston ever had a Friday night alone when she didn't want to be?
1: That woman is beautiful, talented, smart. No way. There's no way.
0: And I have to ask you, have you ever, in your life, Caleb, have you ever waited beside a landline waiting for someone to call?
1: No, absolutely. That was not of my time period. (laughs) It's an
0: experience.
1: People, but I... I was lucky. Uh, this is a, this is going to date me, I guess. But So my parents, because I grew up when cell phones were growing up, right? And so m- my parents had to decide what they were going to do with cell phones. And the the rule was we could only have a cell phone all through high school, younger than that, whatever, if we could pay for it ourselves. That was it. That's what I
0: yeah, – yeah, that and makes so, sense to me.
1: So for me, like we did have an allowance, you know, do a certain amount of you chores, you get an allowance. And so – I was able to buy a track phone, right? A You know, pay by the minute, you know, whatever phone. So I did have that. So even when I might have, or my peers might've been standing or sitting by a landline, I didn't have that because at, in fifth grade, I saved up all my money. And I don't know why, I had no one else to text. No one else had a phone, but I had one. So, <laughs> so that was my life. But you mentioned this, like sitting at home. To me, what killed me was that, her mom is pushing her yes! to leave her mom's like get out she's 17 and her mom's like go go find your dream man like what
0: <laughs> yeah usually the opposite is like my mom won't let me out but i want to go out the uh, that's a, that's not a very good line but <laughs> it's usually quite the opposite that the parents are being the oppressor so it's weird that the mom's like go on get out there have some fun go, girl go 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 uh, I pulled out the line, uh, now there's a party down at Angie's house. Angie just seemed like a strange old people name. Being like, Gertrude's playing shuffleboard, or like, Zelda's making herself macaroons. <laughs> Mabel's got herself a brand new dress. Like,
1: <laughs> okay, but do you know Whitney's? How many Whitney's have you met? I would say that that generationally aged out and then has come back maybe, but like, it's still, I, yeah. it's an older name. I've only
0: now. met like one or two Whitney's. They were both white. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's right in the name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad that got me. I'm mad that they got me.
0: <laughs> oh, and, and then she has, uh, there's a line where somebody asks asks her to dance, and then that's it. She's like, oh, I finally found my man for me. I finally, like, I found the love I'm looking for, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, man, all you got to do is ask this chick to dance. And, and, and got I guess Whitney it tracks. Love. <laughs> I mean, she does famously tell us that she wants to dance with somebody, and now we know why. <laughs> and I, I haven't been talking enough about her voice, but it hasn't really come into play yet. But I mean, still beautiful, still fantastic. Yeah.
1: What I, I what I want to say to that is like, for we have to be comparing Celine and, and Whitney in this and this episode. What I thought was interesting about Whitney's voice is, like, I thought Whitney more often had these uh, subtleties in her voice of, like, notes that she was hitting, mm. right? Like, like there was just a little bit more control when it came to, like, runs, right? When it comes to, like, changing, like, hitting these four notes in one word kind of situation. She does that more often than Celine does. Celine, in my mind, was, like, often hitting that note and landing that note, right? and And, and like holding it, belting it, you feel it. Whitney has a little bit more often she has that, like, subtlety to it. There's a few more moments where she, like, lifts up or down in a, in a word that feels really controlled, and it's yeah. subtle. And I love that, whereas I think Selena's a bit more... I can't think of the right phrase, but like head on, I'm going to hit this note and I'm going to you're going to feel my whole voice in it and I'm going to hold it like she can do all of that. But Whitney does a few. She can do that and also do a few more of the like subtle, subtle touches of the voice that I really, really dig. Um,
0: I I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I loved the line, uh, the TV, radio, and me really ain't been getting along. I just like that phrase. Like, I like that. I was like, the TV, the radio, and me, we ain't getting along. Like, I just, it made me smile. It's a nice,
0: it's a, it's a, it's a nice, interesting way to say, like, I'm bored.
1: Yep. It's like, eh. I want to go out. I thought, what um, I also love, like, that we've got a narrative. Um, I would argue, mm-hmm. Selene. We don't have nearly as many narratives. We have kind of a one note situation. No, and we and we sing that situation where this is a full narrative. Like we go, we're at home, and then we go out, and we're dancing, and we're in love. There's a whole arc, right, to this um, that I that I dig. Um, also, the the synth I wrote as Alien Ask. So um, we got there. We got <laughs> <Yes>! it. <laughs> but that's all I've got for someone for me.
0: Yeah next uh we're doing saving all my love for you I'm shocked uh i I like really no I was kidding <laughs> okay I liked that this was a more intimate sound mm. and we've we've got a little we got a little spiciness here with the line you've got your family and they need you there though I've tried to resist being last on your list but no other man's gonna do uh this dude's married yes, and she completely- is raw she is wrecking a home at seventeen. I was oh like, my
1: okay, right. Oh, my God. I She's taking like, what she I hadn't wants. I had to put the age situation in there. You're
0: right. Uh, a line I pulled out, uh, love gives you the right to be free. And I thought that's a very optimistic view.
1: <laughs> that's a very optimistic
0: to 17-year-old too. view of love.
1: Like, mm, does it? <laughs> free.
0: Free. Maybe. And then this is the first time that she, that I can feel her letting loose with her vocals a little bit, giving yep. herself that space to to really... Belt things out and 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 filled the space and and explore a little bit and I really enjoyed hearing it in this one. I like the authority she imbues with the words cause tonight'. Like she really, yes, she really yes. hits it. Like I wrote that too. It that, makes like, me want to jolt. Ooh, uh, snap. Yes, <laughs> she's taking what she wants tonight. She and she wants that fat fucking married hog. That's what she wants. <laughs> cause tonight. <laughs> Uh, and then the last last thing I have, <laughs> last thing I, last that I have on uh on that is uh she she has the line making love the whole night through, something that sounded fun at seventeen and now all I can think <laughs> about is dehydration. All I can think about is that's a lot of fluid. That's a lot. Like, you're right. We're gonna need a Gatorade at some point. We're gonna need a break for like some Triscuits and like
1: <laughs> you're gonna have to fuel up. Like <laughs> yeah. That the is whole something night that sounds fun at seventeen. That you know,
0: the whole night. You're telling me at four seventeen in the morning, you're still wanting to go. I got work tomorrow.
1: <laughs> well, at seventeen, you don't. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is wild. Um Yeah, it's not. You know, it's not a. It's not reasonable. I think it's is the phrase. But yeah, it's I not love, sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's just we can't do it. Um I do love, right? We start off with a clear narrative and I you're right, it's a bold narrative. Like it goes in. Oh, I thought even what what's like wild about this song is that it's a bold narrative. She's not really in in the right, but almost from the beginning, by the way that she's singing, she has my sympathy. Which what a power it is. She has mine. And I think How so? Just like they're like, I, I, it's, you know, I'm trying to be okay with this. I love you. Like, there's, like, this clear desperation. And when someone gets so desperate, I, like, have sympathy for that. Uh.
0: <laughs> oh, man, you would have loved me about a year ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I'm not saying I'm here for the choice. I'm saying it got my sympathy, right? Like, I'm like, I, because there are plenty of places, there are plenty of ways that you can start that story where, like, all right, so I was banging this married dude, and I'd be like, fuck you. Like, stop. Like, don't do that, mm. right? But it's just like a, "I love you. Um, I just, you know, I just like you so much. It. And no one else is, is better. Like, I really want it. But I did think you would have less sympathy for this because there's literally your advice in this song. It's the, my friends try to tell me to find a, a man of my own. Oh, shit. You're right. I missed that. <laughs> and you're always like, if your friends tell you no, listen to them. <laughs> But outside of that, I do love. I love the hard teas. Um, we're of course not going to go through this song without me naming the sexy sax.
0: Gotta have it. Mm.
1: Um, and I have the same question that you kind of asked me at the end of one of Celine's songs: Is so, does he leave his family? Do they end up together?
0: Ooh, I. I don't think so. I think this is more of a of a teenage fantasy. Than, than like,
1: true love. You know Mm, what I mean? mm. Yeah, because you can't be really in love at 17.
0: I mean, you can. (laughs) You can be in love at 17, but, I mean, I don't think you can really find a true partnership with a married man at 17.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is that about age, then? (laughs) Yeah. At that point, yeah. Is it, at, is it about age, or <laughs> is it just that you can't find a true partnership with a married man? <laughs> I
0: think you got two whammies. I think you got. I think you got two whammies coming against you.
1: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for saving all my love.
0: Okay. Uh, next, we are going to skip "Nobody Loves Me Like You Do" and go straight into "How Will I Know," mm-hmm. which. I'm going to say Undeniable Banger.
1: Yes. Yes. I yes! didn't write it because I forgot got about it, but that's definitely – that is it. That is – if you don't like I, this, you're wrong.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fuck you if you don't like this song. It's it's an iconic track. It's that big 80s synth sound that I love, and I immediately started bopping yeah. along to yep. it. It's impossibly infectious. Um, I like the line – when I wake from dreaming, tell me, is it really love? Mm. I thought that was a good one. <laughs> Liter- I, had, I had literal chills. This song bops so fucking hard. I, I mean, just, I've heard this song a million times, but just giving it that close listen, I'm like, fuck yes, Give it this the song attention goes. that it really <laughs> deserves. <sighs> um, And oh, I said, she's right in the pocket with this song. Mm. It's the perfect ba- balance of fun, boppiness, and powerful vocals. This is really, to me, the standout for this entire album because it's just her having fun and you can you can dance to the song at a bar mitzvah or a wedding (laughs) or anything you want and you're getting you're getting the full Whitney Houston experience without being overly maudlin or dramatic it's just a fun song to listen to uh I like the line. I tried a phone, but I'm too shy. Can't speak. Uh, it's just beautiful pop nonsense. Yep. If <laughs> this love is strong, why do I feel weak? It's just. It's. I
1: wrote that one down too.
0: Yep. There's not a lot of depth to it, but it works. It works in that clever wordplay mm-hmm. of just being a fun pop song. Yep. Um. Oh, and I like the the call and the response when when it was a. Uh, how will i know and she goes Do you just believe it how will i know the response i think is her insecurities there's like little there's like little backing vocals that are responding to her asking mm. how will i know it's her being insecure
1: i fuck with that i can go with that
0: Ooh. uh last couple thoughts uh uh the song just feels like a party and that sax came out to play yes. in this song. That sax was here, and it brought the chips. Oh, it, yeah. <laughs> it the chips. Beautiful song. Love that song.
1: Oh, it's so good. Some of the things I loved. I love the mm hmm in the beginning of the song. Like it's at the end of a line. I can't remember what the line is, but she says something. She says mm hmm, and I just, I, I love that. <laughs>
0: I just have Tell to... me, is it really love? Mm-hmm.
1: There it is. Yes. Uh, I love, I think the rhythm of the chorus is perfect. Like, I just think it's perfect. Like, how will I know? Like, it's just like the, the. I don't know. I don't know how else to name it because I'm not the music guy. Just that it's, it's perfection.
0: It's audible chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. It's just right. It just feels right in your fucking ears. Do you have any more thoughts on how will I know?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Just to one, I thought it was cute, and especially running into now that 17-year-old, like, persona of, like, do they love me? Do they love me not? That's so kid-like. That's so innocent. Um, this is really cute. Um, and then at the end, when she goes vocally, like, into those how will I know? And, like, she just is playing with them. Oh, uh, she's she just – she's a master. She's a master of what she does. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've got on How Will I Know.
0: All right, we're skipping all at once. We're skipping Take Good Care of My Heart. And we're going to end this. these five songs with the greatest love of all. Uh-huh. Somehow, in the opening to this line, the opening the song, they managed to sing five complete lines with zero rhyming. And I don't know how they did it. <laughs> I believe that children are the future. Mm. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them and None of it rhymes! None of it rhymes at all. Um, (laughs) I like the way she comes in with such a tender voice. Mm. It it feels like I don't know, like the greatest TED talk of all time. Just the way she's (laughs) gently guiding you into her her way of thinking, right? I will say... This song is all over the map. It's yep. beautiful, mm-hmm. but it feels like it's trying to be too much. Are we talking about being good to children or are we talking about learning to love ourselves? Pick a lane. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we talk a lot about children at first, but then the greatest love of all is, we find, is learning to love ourselves. So, yep, it's a beautiful song. It just doesn't match up.
1: If someone, if, if I was like working with a student and they brought this as a poem... I would be like, okay, these two things are great, but they the connection is not made strong. There, We need just like a few more lines that at least make that arc because I could see it. I can make the argument. I could probably try to fill yeah. it in, right? It's like, well, we've got to love ourselves and then we'll teach kids to love themselves and then they'll lead the way, but we've got to learn. Like I can see the connection, but it's not actually there in the song. It's just like right. children lead the way. Also, I love myself and like, that's it. And then we just kind of back and yeah. forth between that. <laughs>
0: We're halfway there. Like, as the writer, you need to make that connection more clear.
1: Yep. Yep. Because, like, I was just trying to jump, but it's it's a weird, it's a bit. I I kept going, but what about the children? Right. Because I was really moved by the (laughs) loving yourself, the self love part of this song. I was like, yes, like, I hear you. And that's like, but then we bring up children and, like, I'm not a child. I don't really get this. (laughs) What's happening?
0: (laughs) So I think one of the most iconic Whitney Houston sounds, apart from um excuse me <laughs> sorry i will always love you which we will get to um the her vocals on when the line i decided long ago
1: i decided long ago
0: oh my that was- god that is just like perfection that is that is a sound completely for her and her vocals and every time i heard it it just made me feel warm. Like, you know that feeling when you take, like, your first shot of the night and your oh, belly gets a little yep. bit warm and yep. you're like, mmm, that's how <laughs> I felt every time she's saying that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone. sad boys jamie and caleb here thanks for tuning into this episode of the other side of the tracks we just wanted to take a second to thank some folks before we jump back into the episode first off thank you to the milker project for the use of their arrangement of never going down again scope them out on youtube for more great arrangements we also want to thank our sponsors for today's episode. If you want to help keep the lights on over at Sad Boy HQ, you can do so either via our Patreon at patreon.com backslash other side of the tracks or shoot us an email at other side of the tracks cast at gmail.com. Your support means the world to us. If you're unable to financially support, oh wait, shit, I was going to make a joke.
0: keep that in That's (laughs) that's if you're unable to financially support you can always share us with someone you think would enjoy us
1: our sponsors for today's episode are Caleb, the Negro artist Rainy that's me who has a couple of poetry books out Um, the first one is Look Black Boy the second is Heart Notes you can also get the first spoken word album Look Black Boy on my website thenegroartist.com
0: The other sponsor is Editor Taylor's podcast, The Tantalus Tales, a real-place, story-driven D&D podcast. Scope it out
1: wherever you find podcasts. Thanks again for listening. We love hearing from you listeners, so feel free to reach out to us via social media. Enjoy the rest of the show.
0: When it comes to finances, no one likes to admit that they have no idea what they're doing. But lucky for you, there's Edward Jones. At Edward Jones, they have an established process to help you reach your goals and take control of your finances. They want you to know what's most important to you, and they'll stick with you to keep you on track. If you'd like to learn more, reach out to Edward Jones advisor Jim Nipple. That's right, Nipple, at edwardjones.com backslash jim-nipple, K-N-I-P-P-L-E. Silly name, serious about money. And then of <laughs> course, and then of course, um, the line "learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all." I was like, that is super true, and I feel like that's like ninety-five percent of the work when you start therapy.
1: Yep, <laughs> it's definitely. Hey, you just like need to be kinder to yourself. Like maybe love yourself. Yeah. Well okay but this and is what got me. This is what got me then, right? You mentioned therapy. The line that got me at the greatest level of all is easy to achieve? No, that's why yeah, we go to therapy. No. That's why cuz it's, it's hard. It's difficult. I'm an adult. It's now. very Excuse hard. Excuse me. Maybe as a child, maybe if that's what you are trying to talk about is we should tell children to love themselves cuz it's easy then, because it's not. It's not easy now.
0: No. So wait a minute. Maybe that's the fucking key. Maybe that's what she's talking about. It's not easy now, so we got to teach them well and let them lead the way so then they can learn to love themselves when it is easy.
1: You're right, but I'm mad about it because it's not done well. Like, Whitney can (laughs) sing. We're going to give her that, all right, for sure. Right. But this is not a well-written song to make that connection strong enough.
0: And it really is— a beautiful and iconic song, but it feels like it should have been two different songs.
1: Yes. And I'm trying to figure out, like, why did we need the kids? I don't know.
0: <laughs> right. And the last the last line I pulled out, uh, and if by chance that special place that you've been dreaming of leads you to a lonely place, find your strength in love. And I was like, dude, fuck yeah. yeah. Yep. Find yep. your strength in love. I feel like we could eliminate a lot of problems if if where people found their strength like yep. what they can do in their own agency was based in love as opposed to fear or hate or anger mm-hmm. if we found strength in love dude whitney houston kind of low-key solved the world's problems in this we song just leaned on love we were
1: like <laughs> shit this is what I is she brilliant yes let's <laughs> we just we're just not listening that's really on us
0: whitney had us.
1: yeah this poem or this i'm sorry this song reminds me of a poem that I've written, uh, which is funny because I haven't like I hadn't close listened to this song ever in my life, right? I'm, I've like heard it, but it was interesting because I've written this poem called "Love Easy," and it starts with like loving kids. Kids are like sweet and innocent, and then talking about growing into an adult and it like sucking, and then like trying to remember what it's like to be a kid, right? And and harking back to that love. So it was really interesting because I read this and I was like. Or I listened to this and was like, this is formatted. <clears throat> wow, this might be a flex. Not as well as my poem, but similarly. <laughs> uh, so that was fun. Take to ownership. You Yeah, you did it better. I mean, you can do that. You can name way, that. I'd argue. Oh, but I did want to also name this song in order of what happened in the album. is because we skipped those other two, which is totally fine. But after those other two. This was a perfect song to come later in the album after All At Once, right? Um, oh,
0: yeah, Where yeah, we, like, yeah. lose
1: it. And so we have this line in this song that says, I never found anyone who fulfills my needs a lonely place to be, and so I learned to depend on me, right? This is after All At Once. And I thought placement-wise on the album, that was a great part. Like, to be like, all right, I, you're all I need. Oh, my God, All At Once. You know, you broke me. And then it's like, nah, I depend on me now. Boom. Uh, lean into love you know what I'm saying like that's that's some good shit But yeah that is all I have for for greatest love of all
0: yeah so we we did our five we did our five songs from Whitney Houston and Celine Dion and I also realized we can't we can't touch on these artists without talking about my heart will go on Mm -hmm. and uh I will always love you so uh, do you, do you, which which one do you want to start on?
1: Let me let me hop to Celine really quick. Just okay. Just that like it's so this is clearly a song you know that we've all heard we all know. Um, when I when I sat to listen to it, um, I I noticed a few new things that I really loved. So like one is like her voice starts so breathy, which I like hadn't realized. Like it starts. Mm it's different than and I don't know if I would have noticed it if I hadn't already listened to her whole album previously right like if I hadn't listened to how how strong her voice can be we start my heart will go on with like a breathy softness that doesn't happen in a lot of her other songs dope um the flute we love the flute um and a line that got me was love can touch us one time and last for a lifetime and never let go till we're gone And I was like, shit, that's a line I did not know from this song. And I was like, yeah. Um, I did want to know, I don't know if you know this history. Was this song specifically written for Titanic? Isn't that what this is in?
0: It is. It's the theme song for Titanic. I don't know if it was written specifically for Titanic. Just like I don't think uh, Seal's "Kiss from a Rose" was written for Batman Forever, <laughs>
1: but <laughs> I don't um, think you can make those two the same. I don't think you, know, you can. I think equip I think those. you can. I, I okay, uh, but yeah, this is a classic song. Um, I don't have much more on my heart will go on mm. besides just mm. knowing it. Like yeah,
0: yeah. So when 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 I decided we needed to stack these two songs up against one another, uh, I was anticipating it being more difficult to declare a winner, but it's easy. I, I like this one less than I will always love you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like that Irish feeling flute at the beginning, kind of bringing mm. us in. It feels nautical. It feels like nautical calling right out. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and the song falls apart lyrically immediately. <laughs> it's just not strong lyrics. It's not. It sounds beautiful, yep. but I'm sorry. If you're going to put if you're going to honestly put this lyric in an album, we need to have a talk. Love was when I loved you. <laughs> fuck you. Li- take two steps back. Fuck yourself. Get back in that room and write something better. Love is when I loved you? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. No, it makes you know sense. it doesn't make you sense. You get
1: it? Like the love and the love.
0: No. Um <laughs> I do, I really like that we're building vocally every single time we get mm-hmm, to the chorus. Mm-hmm. So it builds into this like swelling crescendo of uh, the instruments and the vocals and all of that was was beautifully done. When, when she hits the line, you're here, there's nothing I fear. I can't even do an Im- impersonation of it, but it's vocally unreal. You're
1: here,
0: there's nothing oh my god get the fuck out of here that part was awesome it's beautiful um but yeah I said it's a beautiful sounding song but it's all got all the depth of the back of a corn pops box like it doesn't it's nothing is there
1: (laughs) yeah but it does sound really good it It
0: sounds beautiful mm, mm. in stark comparison to Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You
1: (laughs) Which we do have to so name. We got, yeah, are you going to... Go ahead.
0: Yeah. So it was originally written by Dolly Parton on the same day that she wrote Jolene. Are you familiar with Jolene?
1: Yes, only because we worked at Mosley's and they, they came up right. there. Right, of course.
0: <laughs> uh, so this is interesting. I never heard this before. Uh, Dolly originally wanted the song to go to Patti LaBelle. Oh, okay. Who, who would later express disappointment that she did not take that opportunity. <laughs> Because, god damn, this song fucking rips. It, I, and when I say rips, I mean it sounds amazing and also will tear your heart asunder.
1: <laughs> I love that you text me earlier this weekend we were like, <laughs> I listened to this and I had to go for a walk. <laughs> like, I the, the, I how much it hits you.
0: <laughs> I Okay, immediately the song made me want to cry mm-hmm. just upon mm-hmm. startup. Mm-hmm. It just made me want to cry. Uh, my, and my God, her voice completely unsupported by the music in the beginning.
1: Yes. Where what it's, a choice. it's
0: just, it's just her. And it feels like she's singing by herself in a single column of light on an empty stage. Yep. And just like the, it, this is all about her, her feelings and her vocals. And that's how we start off. That's the, that's 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 our beginning point yep. of just this Ooh. beautiful woman with this beautiful voice owning these words. Um, and said <laughs> so the music comes in like it's politely entering the room, <laughs> like m- m- may I, may I, Miss like, Houston, hey, uh, may I join? <laughs> uh, her as far as I'm concerned, her voice exists for this song. Her the reason is- she has this voice. Is Ugh. is for this song? Um, the line "We both know I'm not what you need."
1: I wrote that too. I wrote it. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Like a dump truck hits me, yep. and that's that's when I, I, I'm not afraid to admit it. Full on cried. The rest uh, of this song, I'm listening to it. I'm typing. I'm typing the rest of this, like this. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! But uh, in that line, it says "So goodbye, please don't cry," and you just bawling. <laughs> I thought if he, I had I was like that line to me was Drake take care ask like Drake took oh, that from that right it's like a we got to in but I'm sorry this is like a I gotta say goodbye but please don't cry we both know I'm not what you see oh, it makes me want to like reach my arm out and just like look oh,
0: oh painful that's what this song is painful mm-hmm. I think it was painful to write it's painful to hear and I th- it had to have been painful to perform
1: it's a beautiful uh, pain the, the sax helped ease my pain, <laughs> but not much. <laughs> I Yeah, I was like, this isn't a sexy sax. This is sad. This is a sad Ooh. sax.
0: <laughs> it's sincerely a heart-wrenching song, and it might be the ultimate getting over it song. Mm. And the the most important part, which I think you're going to agree with me, when the music drops out and the drum hits and she comes in with, hey, <clears throat> excuse me one more time Handy. good god it has to be one of the top 10 best moments in all of recorded music and it, i will not i will not be shaken from that view
1: i don't think you can be i think you're right when you're right you shouldn't be changed all right you're good um it is so good and it hits all of it all of the emotional markers it needs to hit all of the vocal and all of the musical things it, it does it perfectly Um, this, oh my God. Uh, You mentioned the voice at the beginning, right? Leading with just her voice and even hitting the, the if like wavering, right? Like the, like if, and it's like, oh, uh, like it's genius. It, It hits the uncertainty. It hits the, like the softness to it. It's whew. The way she vocally goes up with the way, like, is a brilliant thing. She does these, like, tilts that are just so the
0: perfect.
1: Way. Yep. Ugh. Um, and let's see. Oh, personal thing. This used to play as a closing song at one of, at my favorite bar to close at in, in Iowa City. And they would, they hit the lights up and they'd play this song every time. And I What would bar? Pints. Um... <laughs>
0: I never set foot in pints. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I would I would drink all night everywhere else, and only go to pints for the last ten minutes so I could hear Whitney at the end of the night. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Because they they hit the lights <clears throat> and that comes on, and every night you would be belting it. Right, the next day I'd lose my voice, like I because I would just <laughs> ev- you're just feeling it. So there's something about how this song connects completely with probably every human being is just. It's This might be the most perfect song we've listened to. Like, it just is so good.
0: I I can't think of another one that I could possibly even put it up against. It's an absolutely astoundingly beautiful song uh, by two people who are the master of their crafts. And yep. it came together in a way that's that's more beautiful than any of us deserve the song is is, the song is better than all of us (laughs)
1: um
0: okay then the time has come cook out no best better album
1: yep which which is that what we do first
0: i I can never remember It fucking
1: doesn't matter we can do whatever we want so um so yeah which which album is the better album
0: i give it to whitney houston
1: I give it to Whitney, and uh, for me, it's it's clear that both of them can sing, right? So that's not even the question. Oh, my God. So for me, I think one of the things to name about the two albums is I like, one of the things that, besides vocal differences that I think I just, like, personally like more, I thought one of the clear things in this album is the, uh, is I thought Whitney's song's, Generally had a, a bit more depth, like they they a little a little bit more personal, um, and that really pushed it over for me. It was like I I thought, and there was narrative sometimes. I thought there was like a little bit more variation, and I and I fucked with that.
0: Yeah, I, I'm gonna give it to Whitney. I think it's impossible personally to declare them a clear winner on vocals alone, because I think they're pretty they're pretty deadlocked, honestly. Yep. But in terms of the album itself, fucking Celine Dion's album could have been about a half hour shorter yeah you could have taken out five or six songs and <clears throat> I would not have missed them
1: actually and it was just the same a half hour shorter would have matched the length of Whitney Houston's album.
0: yes yeah um, and it would have been stronger because it was just the same shit over and over again. It's like, I love to love my baby. I love yep. to love him all the time. And when I'm not loving my baby, I love myself sometimes. Like, it's just nothing but love. <laughs> Did you I make that up? I hated it. A- yeah, I made it up. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, Whitney's the winner this week. Far and away. Uh, yeah. Is Celine coming to that cookout?
1: I think so. And this okay. is why. Okay. This is why because she's getting invited to the cookout after someone black hears her sing somewhere. She's not we're not friends (laughs) with her. Right. She sang somewhere. They said that girl could sing. she can come through. Come on. Right. Like that's how that's how it's not that we're buddy buddy high five. It was that she got the respect of being (laughs) of being vocally good to be like, all right, you can hang with us. That's why.
0: And I do feel like I feel like Selena would be fun. Like I don't think you've seen seen oh, her absolutely. perform, no. But she she she's got a little bit of that like I'm here, baby. Like she's got she's got presence and she's got nice. bravado and and she's got the the vocals to support it. So I feel like even when she did come, I feel like she would, I feel like she would assimilate very quickly yep. and wouldn't like put on a backwards cap or like do this. You know no, what I right. mean?
1: Yes, yes. Is that she can? <laughs> God. Is that she can just be herself? But there's enough about her that we respect that we're like, all right, fuck with it. Like, yeah. Well, in bravado, yep. we talked about this in, in other rap songs, right? Like, bravado is so big in in our in our culture of like r- getting that respect by owning it, right? Owning who you are, what you got, what she can do, and she can back it up easily, easily in the, in the crew. All right, all right. So then, is Whitney coming to brunch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whitney's coming to brunch. Whitney is 100% absolutely 1000% coming to brunch. Uh I feel like she would just be I feel like she would slide right in. I feel oh, like she's a li- she's a little more she's got some I feel like she's a little more humble than Beyonce. Like I feel like she knows who she is but wouldn't wouldn't like she wouldn't ask somebody to get her a mimosa. She'd get it herself. Like yep,
1: <laughs> yep, yep, it's like knowing you're the best, but then being like, "But like, I can do this still for myself, mm-hmm. right?" It's a quiet confidence. It's a, an assuredness that's like n- never lean. I don't think she leans into arrogance. Like you know what I'm saying?
0: Correct. Yeah, and I think she'd be. I think she'd be a joy to have at brunch.
1: <laughs> now, now we have to name how many. How, how likely is it that the that the white women ask her to sing? You know?
0: I think it's less likely the white woman would ask Whitney Houston to sing than they would The Temptations.
1: I hear you with that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah. I'll give you that. I'm, uh, th- there might be a little like, ma- maybe she will. Maybe. <laughs> but I don't think it, there would be a request.
1: I hear you. I, I'll take that. I'll take that. I think you're right. All right. So our next step is is next week's albums right yep Mm -hmm. oh snap all right so i'm trying to i was trying to get us out of this time period because you know we went temptations and then i I gave you whitney so i'm trying to get us to a different direction and a a different sound (laughs) so i gave you uh montero by little nas x
0: (laughs) oh my god okay so this is this is new this is new this This is is... that's
1: 2021 this is fresh Uh, this is, probably, okay. this is the newest album I've given you so far. Yeah,
0: great. Okay, I, I I know "Call Me by Your Name." I know "Old Town Road." That's not on end that. of list. Right. <laughs> Bet. So Montero. Okay, great. Uh, we're go- we're going in. We're getting out of the, out of that era too, but the opposite direction.
1: Oh lord! Uh, All
0: right. I <laughs> I am giving you "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" by Elton John
1: oh i'm intrigued goodbye what is it? goodbye yellow brick road goodbye yellow brick road so the thing about that is i have like always wanted to give elton john a run and i haven't so i'm excited a lot about this
0: <laughs> i think th- th- there, there's at least three or four on there that i think you're really gonna like Hell so it'll yeah. be interesting these are these are these are these are good different sounds these are good artists. For sure
1: but they they're different, different sounds
0: yeah All right so uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this week's edition of the other side of the tracks. Uh, once again my name is Jamie Driscoll and you can follow me at the Mr. Driscoll on Twitter.
1: I'm Caleb the Negro artist Rainey uh, you can find me on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram as the Negro artist. Um, and you can also find me on my website thenegroartist.com. Uh thank you all for listening. We've had a blast with these these stars, these voices today.
0: These divas, these icons. Icons is what I wanted. <laughs> and until next time, we'll see you on the other side.
1: <laughs> it's the joy cool. in your face when that happens that really gets me. <laughs> <laughs> It's going down, me in the mall. It's going down. Me in the club. It's going down. Anyway, you need to me, guarantee to go down. <laughs> Alright, that's it. Fantastic. <laughs> How long was that?